Well, moving on to matters environmental related. Environmentalists are up in arms uh, after the Minister of Electricity today announced that the government wants to build a nuclear energy project. Now, many thought that South Africa's nuclear ambitions were at the very least on ice or were shelved entirely. The minister says this was to ensure energy security and that government will begin the process of procuring 2,500 megawatts of new nuclear energy to come on stream in 2032 or 2033. Now, of course, we heard of those timelines before. But anyway, the construction process was expected to take uh, 10 to 15 years. Now, we welcome online the executive director of SAFCAI, Francesca de Gasparis. Good evening. Oh, good evening. How are you? And thank you for uh, joining us. What is civil society's reaction, Francesca, to the uh, announcement? And and did you you know expect it? Did you expect that people will no doubt be up in arms and concerned about that the fact that you know what the minister of uh, uh, of electricity uh, and maybe to the extent government as well is interested in nuclear. Well, you know, this announcement comes at a time when we are expecting the new integrated resource plan, which is how government is supposed to make decisions to do with energy. Um, That was announced that it would be coming out any minute. It also comes at a time when we are still absolutely beset by load shedding um, and we are in an energy crisis. Um, So the timing... um, is, is very curious and suggests um, a kind of disjunct between um, where the government is putting its energy, what it's seeing as the priorities, as compared with the reality of South Africans, what they're experiencing with load shedding, uh, with expensive electricity to choose and to, to, to prioritize nuclear energy, which takes over a decade to bring in, it's hugely costly. It's the most en- expensive energy system they could choose. Um, to do that and to make the announcement now, just before their own energy policy is going to be published, is just, you know, absolutely caught before the horse. And again, makes us feel that who is actually making decisions? Because it doesn't seem to be based on um, any of the independent studies, any of the expert uh, knowledge that we hear. I, I, what's it based on? Hmm. You know, Francesca, government has continued to say that we are in an energy crisis, as, as you had pointed out in that previous uh, you know, um, discussion over there. What could be practically done to relieve South Africa's electricity situation? Now, we all know corruption and, and corruption has to you know, be a thing of the past. We cannot move forward, whether we bring on board million, a million megawatts. But if you have got corruption, uh, you're not going to see the fruits of of any labor whatsoever. But from a practical point of view, going forward, what what, what should we be putting on the grid? Well, you know, I mean, this announcement also in the context of the last time the government tried to put new nuclear into our system, it was during state capture and that procurement process was declared illegal and unconstitutional. So I do find... Uh, it's very interesting when we look at what is needed for the grid, as you say, what is needed to address load shedding, what it is to make energy accessible and affordable to South Africans. Well, 
what the, the, the researchers tell us, what the policymakers tell us is it's renewable energy. It's quick to install, it's cheap, and it, you can get it up and running. You can have microgrids. You don't necessarily have to be connected into the grid system, um, which is absolutely critical because a number of communities don't have um, proper electrification yet. So, you know, if it's not affordable, what are the alternatives that, that can happen? Well, renewable energy is absolutely the way to go. And it, you can see that globally in terms of price trends, in terms of speed for installation, in terms of investment, in terms of interest in South Africa. Uh, you know, we have so much um, sun uh, and, and in the Cape, a little bit of wind as well. We could use those resources and it's extremely attractive. You'll see the investments that we've got through the um, Just Energy Transition Investment Plan. That's people saying you can make green hydrogen because you've got that much solar. So Europe is very interested in, in that in South Africa. So why aren't we doing it for ourselves? You know, you, you had mentioned that the, the, the timing of the announcement itself being, well, curious. That, that, that's the word, of course. I, I would have rather used the word suspicious, but anyway, uh, curious. Let's call it curious. Uh, do you believe that the media briefing and announcement made today was meant to maybe dilute the questions around the deal struck between Petro SA and Russia's Gazprom. I mean, government has been receiving, well, flack and concerns for that, that it may further alienate Western nations and their they, they desire to do uh, business with us because of the involvement of Gazprom, which is a major, you know, Russian company. It's a major Russian play, player. It supplies, uh, you know, energy or used to supply rather energy to much of Europe. Uh, uh, and, 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 and no doubt a, a deal between Petro SA and, and Gazprom will in fact be a significant deal from a South African perspective. The timing of that nuclear discussion with the uh, deal between Petro, or the, 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 the future deal between Petro SA and Gazprom, what do you think about that, uh, Francesca? Well, I do think it's also, I mean, it's sort of like we're getting uh, this, you know, sort of mini avalanche of energy, poor energy decision making, in our opinion. Um, you know, again, why would we be going for gas? Why would we be signing things on coal power ships? Those are not uh, going to be in keeping or aligned with our, uh, our climate commitments or with addressing the impacts of climate change. We've got a double crisis right now. In fact, some people call it a polycrisis. Um, we don't have enough energy. It's not reliable. We've got climate change. We've got climate impacts. We've got communities who've been hit by more than one flooding, um, big flooding incident, incident this year, affecting infrastructure and other kinds of climate crises already happening in South Africa. And yet, the announcements that we're hearing, just as you say, seem to be contrary to, to what is really needed. And why is it all coming out at the same time? Is it to, um, you know, sort of overwhelm us with bad news? I'm not sure. But it does seem... To, to perhaps be related to each of them. We also see these kinds of unpopular and quite frankly questionable um, decisions often coming out at this time of year when people are trying to um, close up for the year, have a relaxing time. This Bringing things out at this point in December is also 
um, it does make you feel like is is government really acting in the interests of the people in South Africa or whose interest is it acting in? And these are all questions that come up when you see the timing, uh, the the focus, um, and you'll see in, in the press release that we released today, some could say this is greed, not need. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that we really are concerned about. In whose interest are these decisions being made and who are they going to benefit? Because it certainly doesn't look like it's going to be benefiting those who are really struggling the most. Francesca de Gaspanos, thank you for joining us on Radio Islam International with this discussion. Uh, brief discussion indeed, but an important one. And um, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for this.